0: Hey, this is Two Gamers Talk Podcast. Uh, basically, we're just going to talk about whatever we feel like and whatever kind of comes to our mind as far as gaming. And this week, we're going to talk about the good, bad, and ugly of nostalgia. Alright, this is uh, Grant Brown. And this is Steve Nett. And as the intro said, we're going to talk about nostalgia. Nostalgia. I figured we could start off by, like... I googled nostalgia, and I'm just going to kind of give you the description that they give. A sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, typically for a period or place with happy personal association. When I think of nostalgia, like they kind of said, I kind of think of my childhood, because usually most people's childhoods are a happy time.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I agree with that. I always go back to, you know, the first Christmas, you got your NES... I have a very terrible memory, but I always remember getting my NES for Christmas, we got it used and you know, playing Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt and it's it's one of the very first memories I can remember being so young.
0: Yeah, it's those it's those like happy childhood everything's amazing and perfect and everything's like I don't know, you everything seems bigger than it is as you're a kid.
1: And uh
0: <clears throat> I've seen lately here in a
1: lot of Kickstarter games and, and Steam descriptions on, on games for sale that a lot of people are using nostalgia, you know, just to get your money, basically, uh, we can talk about it a little bit later on, but a lot of Kickstarter games, for example, uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, you know,
0: bringing you back to the Mega Man days. Yeah, they kind of they kind of rob that. They take the fact that everybody's looking back, like, oh, it was such a happy time, and they're like, oh, we can feed off of that and make money regardless of the quality of these games we're gonna make.
1: Yeah, it's it, it's not a very good way to go about it. I mean. And a lot of Steam descriptions as well, you know. I lot I see a lot of games that'll say, "Oh, it's arcadey action," or you know, it's it's about the pixel graphics and just just like your childhood. And you know, the, a lot of the quality isn't that great. And I I do wish games would have a higher quality like they did back in the day. I mean, you know, you got your PS4 games, and you know, you got updates like crazy, and it's yeah. just it's... And, it,
0: and they're just making like HD remakes of games that are. That are like not even three years old, and it's amazing because just recently we played a game, Dead Island, and we got the the remaster edition. Thinking back, like, oh man, like however many years ago it was, I forget what it was, like maybe four or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. oh, it was so much. It was so awesome back then, and we ended up playing it, and it was terrible. Like nostalgia is like clearly blind. It hasn't even been that long, and the game was terrible.
1: Yeah, we were. I mean, at, at <clears throat> first it was like, oh yeah, I remember all these things. It was fun. But the further we got in the game, the mechanics of the game... It it felt very old. Like, they did nothing to update the game. It just... It wasn't good gameplay. And, you know, the best part about it was the stupid glitches we found. uh, You know, just having fun playing together. But the story is very bland. It's just a very shallow game. Yeah,
0: like, even the mechanics were very, like... On the back it said, like, genre-bending or genre-breaking game. And it was like, uh... It's a first-person like hack and slash, with some gun mechanics in it. Like it, it was it, like they fed off the nostalgia of the fact that it was like not even all that old. Yeah, you see, sure. you're going to see a lot of that stuff too. A lot of HD remasters
1: coming out, and you know, and I mean, just like The Last of Us, the game was only a few years old, and they already yeah. came out with an HD release. It's like. I, I don't know. So, some of that stuff I can see being nostalgic, you know, early PS3 days, but some of that stuff, it was just, PS3 was out, game came out, and then two years later, ps is out and they have a re-release. It's
0: just, yeah, it's crazy. It, the nostalgia's reaching, reaching, like, heights more now in, like, uh, NES, Super NES, and N 64 Like, the people that are our age, like, in our mid-late 20s, like, they're thinking back and now, like that's what the the retro game explosion, because everyone's having these fond memories of, like the NES and stuff. Like that's what the that's basically what Nintendo did to feed this nostalgia monster with the with the NES Mini.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, and then. Uh, you know, I've I've watched a couple videos uh, about the shortage of them. That they, you know, they did it on purpose and this and that. But uh, but yeah, it, it's it was a very smart move. It, they're basically going to print money with it because you know, <laughs> people that aren't into emulators, they don't really want to mess around with downloading files and opening them up just to play some old retro games on their PC. They, you know, they just want something plug-and-play, which is completely fine. It's just, it's so hard to get a hold of that stuff now, but, uh, it's... And then, you know, you have your Retron 5s, and then they have a couple other ones coming out on Kickstarter that... There was one called Retro Blocks, and they're having... It's a base unit, and then you can attach, like, a CD unit and play your old PlayStation games and stuff on oh, yeah. it. Like I said, that's more of the good <laughs> side of the nostalgia on Kickstarter. And like I said, there's also the bad. It's just a never-ending road.
0: Yeah, it's just... I don't know, it's its amazing how, like, how good nostalgia can make you feel. But then, like, a lot of times nostalgia, like I said, is so blind. Like, especially... Looking back, the other day I was playing Pokemon on emulator, like Pokemon Red and Blue, and I was like, "Man, this game is is really boring." I don't know how. I don't know if it was just the, the it was just the time thing where like everybody was into it, but like it's it's a good game. Like it, the mechanics are there. It's pretty deep with the like. Fire beats grass and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but like I feel like it's pretty boring. Like there's a whole lot to it. Yeah, I I bought it on the 3DS store when they
1: came out. I think it was they came out was it blue, yellow, and red? I think they came out and yeah, they you know like I, I probably <laughs> I probably got three quarters of the way through the game and I just I didn't feel like continuing on. I remember that was I yeah I guess you could consider that like a light RPG. It was probably the first RPG I beat as a kid. I loved it, but. I don't know what it was, it was just, i am going through it and join it, and then, you know, you get most of the way through the game, and I just, I felt no reason to go back to it and
0: play it. Yeah, it's almost like we're spoiled with, like, the diversity of gaming now, that, like, we look back at these games that we thought were, like, like I said, as a kid, everything seems bigger and better than it is, and it's like, man, these games aren't all that great. I find, like, I feel like I I was a huge handheld gamer as a kid, and, like, playing handheld games now... I don't, know, I don't get the I don't get the the feel out of it as I used to. Like yeah, I thought, I thought I, they were amazing.
1: I I remember, you know, going on car trips, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes down the road and back and I always had my either my Game Boy Color, or my GBA with me and it, it was I was glued even at home. You know, I have a Super NES or or up in the N64 and the GameCube airs. I that's I, I played those almost as much as my consoles and and it, you know, going back and and I don't know if it's... Another thing I wanted to bring up, too, was emulators. I And I wanted to ask you, Grant, too, having... being able to access emulators, does it kind of kill your... I won't want to say your passion, but your your want to
0: collect and, and get old games and actually play them? Oh, yeah, because it's... Because I feel like it, I have a, I have an old, the original Xbox, I have it modded, like, like packed full with all the NES and Super NES library... And I'll just sit there and just scroll through like hundreds of games. I'm like, there's nothing here to play. Yeah. But as a kid, I felt I had like six games and I played them to death. But now I can scroll through hundreds of games and not like even want to touch any of them.
1: Yeah, I noticed. Uh, we we've gone to a game convention too many games for I don't know the past five years or something. And I was really in the collecting NES. I loved NES. I thought it was you know a fantastic system. A lot of the later games had fantastic music, but you know, we get there and we we saw Super Mario Brothers three for thirty five dollars.
0: Yeah, it, for like one of the top selling.
1: Yes, it was just <laughs> a loose copy of Mario Brothers three for thirty five dollars. And I'm thinking this is this is insane. And, yeah. and and at that point, I started slipping away from NES. And uh, you know, I I've, I had I don't know maybe about a dozen games as a kid, and I've played them all to death. Then I've played them to death now, and it's just I, I was looking for something to to move on to and, and I, I I don't know the nostalgia for, for NES was kind of slipping away because you know it's, it's so easy to access the NES ROMs and play them on your computer and look I got 700 games on my <laughs> computer Jeez. I just didn't feel the need to go out and get... Even though I prefer playing on a console. Yeah. It's just... I that don't That like the
0: clock speed and the time speed. Like, playing it on the console, like on a CRT... Yeah. Makes it like 100% better. Because it just feels... I don't know, it feels better than... I feel like they never... I can never get an emulator that I feel runs 100%. Especially running through like an HDTV. Like the, yeah. Like the... The difference between like when you push a button, it goes through that's called yeah. There's yeah.
1: there's a little bit of lag there. <coughs> they they use processes in the TV for the image, uh, and there's a little bit of button lag with that. But I I don't know. It was something something happened there. I, I don't know if it was more the emulator or just you know lately the prices have been on rise because I think at right now it's, there's a lot of people getting into it. And, yeah. and feeding on their on their nostalgia for this stuff, especially the younger generation that you know they grew up, they were born right around the N64 time, so they're feeling a little more nostalgic for that. So those prices are are rising up, and yeah. and a lot of younger people are getting into it now.
0: Especially with the, the Nintendo, like we said before, Nintendo's release of the NES Mini, like it just it just like allowed everybody to hop onto that hype train, like ride the nostalgia train because. Like here's here's easy access HDMI like USB mini uh, like plug into the wall like you can get that anywhere you can go to a hotel room and have a plug for the wall and an HDMI port. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, I did see rumors <clears throat> and I want to confirm it here. Uh, somebody was talking about they were going to make a Super NES Mini, um, but yeah, I, it, it's honestly a smart move on Nintendo's part it's you know it's it's easy they have these they have all these games they're not doing anything with them uh, I mean for the price point I, I think it's a great deal you know for the people who don't want to really mess around with the stuff and yeah. you know maybe the the people that are that were born you know maybe later 90s you know they grew up with the n64 uh, and then the GameCube maybe they you know want to get into some of the older stuff uh, that would be a good way for them to do that if they're not, you know, as, as computer savvy as some people and and want to get into the ROM. But yeah, I, I, I think the NES Mini was a great idea and I know now, you know, they broke the hacking and you can get, you know, all 700, 800 NES <laughs> games on it. It's
0: basically now. just a Raspberry Pi, isn't it? Like yeah. It, the, the, the Nintendo just took a Raspberry Pi and stuffed it in, like, a mini NES, and they're like, bam, here's, like, as many games as we feel like giving yeah, you. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and I know they they do have some good display options in the game. Like, you can you can get the fake scan lines with it. Do uh, they have
0: this? There's save states? I didn't even look.
1: Uh, I think there are, but I think you can only get, like... Maybe three per game.
0: Oh, well, so that's not that bad. Like, save states in themselves. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Because as a kid, you have to sit there, especially like the old Mario games. If you didn't know where all the warp spots were, you had to sit there, and you had to beat the game in one sitting. Because as soon as you had that power button or a reset button, you're, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. You're starting uh, over.
1: And you may be lucky to, you know, get a password for something, you gotta write it down. You know, that's, people complain about it, but, you know, looking back, that's kind of the thing I, it, it kind of gave it a little bit of character. You know, you, it's oh, you gotta write stuff down. Your fives like yeah, you know, you look, your like, look like s's. your o's look like zeros. Oh crap, was it a zero? Yeah. Or no? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you it, know, it's it's something I kind of look back on, and I never really dealt with it much because you know, uh, growing up, I I remember playing a lot of Contra, Dr. Mario, you know, all three Super Mario Brothers.
0: You know, stuff it wasn't, that really didn't need a password or a yeah. save. Like you knew you could hop into it and have fun regardless of what stage you were on.
1: And that's you know that's the stuff I look back on. I I, I have a little setup in the corner with a CRT TV, and I still believe that's the best way to play. Them. You know, emulators are good if you have no other option. I know CRT TVs aren't aren't the best space saver, you know, but I do believe that they give you the best experience, the original experience, and that's kind of why I went back to that. It was you know I grew up with the. Our, our TV, you know, it didn't even have the, the RCA jacks
0: in the front, yeah. the, the little white, had, yellow, and we red. We had the one with, like, it was, like, two big knobs, and it was, like, click, click, yeah. click. And then they pushed the power button, the whole screen was, like, Pew.
1: And I remember our, our old TV, when we first, uh, it had those little, uh the little forks and the screws. Oh, yeah. You had, we had to, we had you had one to one put them up yeah. in there and screw them in, but... You know, a lot of, and two, people talk about image quality, again, with the NES Mini, you know, it's HDMI, it looks great, it, and they take an account for any input lag in the buttons, but, uh, you know, on a CRT, it, it just runs, everything's perfect about it. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're using the uh, the antenna adapter, you know, instead of using the RCA jacks, you have the antenna adapter. The image yeah. quality's not good. But I would still prefer playing that than, you know,
0: something that may have a little bit of lag that might screw you up. Yeah, I feel like Nintendo was, like, slightly ahead of time. Like, I feel like... Everything I did as a kid was the the old coax cable, mm-hmm. and like I didn't honestly know until I got older that it had AV on it because yeah, oh, all yeah, I, our TVs, none of our TVs had AV like ports. Yeah, on it. I,
1: and I, <clears> I mean, I growing up never knew about it. You know, not until we got even the when we moved here, and I think it was maybe 1994. Uh, even then, we, it was just coaxial. It wasn't until, uh, and I guess we could talk about this now too. You know, like the rise of I think a lot of. A lot of people are coming up on the rise of AVGN when he got big. What was it, like
0: 2006? 2006, 2006 or seven, seven, something like that. And man. I think
1: a lot of people came up on that. And, and that's kind of where I got back in. Well, it was more around 2009 or ten when I really started to get back into it. Yeah. I know you guys were in it a little bit before I was. I, I was
0: in it before even AVGM, but it was mostly, for me, it was like almost all Mega Man. Because I think it was like 2003, they released the like the Mega Man anniversary mm-hmm. collection. And I was like digging through my attic, and I was like, I know I have a Mega Man game. And I pulled <laughs> it out, and I was like, yeah, I have three. And then I was like, I should play it. And I started playing it, and then I like that wave of nostalgia came oh, like, yeah. in 2003. And I was like, man... Mega Man was a good game, so yeah. then like I got the anniversary collection, and it just fed that like feeling. So I ended up going to like it was I think it was Funko Land at the time still, oh, geez. and I went <laughs> I went in I went in and like they had like like in the middle they had that table where it was like buy one get one free yeah. NES games like it was ridiculous in 2003. That was probably towards the end of their lifespan when they yeah. were probably getting rid of stuff. And they had like I got I got Zelda. And then I almost got Metal Gear, but I got Zelda, and I got Mega Man... I think you made the better choice there. (laughs) Yeah, I think I got Mega Man 4. And then I ended up getting rid of Mega Man 4 later on, but still, it was was wild, like... I looked back and I was like, man, like, who would have known three or four years later that, like, NES, Super NES would explode? Like, I was thinking, like, this is just the old games that I played, like, at my grandma's house or, like, at home, like, when I was a wee boy, (laughs) like, whatever. (laughs) and I thought like everybody would like no one would ever go back to them that's how I thought yeah
1: that's <laughs> I mean I after after the Super Nintendo like the NES Super Nintendo went and gone that's kind of where I went to you know on the Playstation side of things uh, I had an N64 at the time I I can name I only had three games for it for the most it was GoldenEye which I loved uh, I had su- well Super Smash Brothers and Mario Kart that's literally all about I had and I enjoyed those games but it, you know it wasn't I got some games later on but it wasn't anything I really stuck with but the PlayStations where I was at then and then uh, you know when the PS2 and the GameCube came out I kind of went back to Nintendo with the GameCube but I really you know I didn't think anything of it all through middle school or most of high school up until about 10th grade um, I you know I didn't really think about the retro stuff and it was it was a good couple of years after we saw V Gen the first time I think you guys introduced him to me yeah. around 2008 right after yeah. we graduated and uh, you know a couple I was like oh yeah you know the, it's it's cool to see him go back and play these games it's a little bit nostalgic he played some games I played and then kind of forgot about it and then I I started thinking I'm like you know what it would be kind of cool to get an nes and went yeah. on ebay you get in NES and of course you know it comes with Tetris <laughs> and Super Mario Brothers and yeah and, just like and the BS I, I got that and <clears throat> I enjoyed going back and playing them and then from there it just kind of planted the seed and spread out from there and yeah. it
0: exploded I think it's kind of how like the whole retro explosion thing happened like everybody around the same age and around the same time had like the exact same thought because of like ABGN and YouTube started getting bigger yeah. and people were living like game reviews and everyone's like man like I remember that I remember like these old games and they just kind of went out sort of buying stuff up and that's where we see now where like the biggest seller games are still worth like thirty, forty dollars. Like I know even on GameCube, like I lost my copy of Smash Bros Melee somewhere along the road. I was like, oh, I'll buy it back. It's probably like I was like, oh, it's probably like ten bucks. It's like thirty-five or forty dollars. Yeah,
1: there, A lot of those games are they're, <laughs> they're still holding their value. They may not be rare. It's just they're so sought after that yeah. you know everybody wants them. Uh, you know, I've always kept my copies of the. I, I I've lost some. You know valuable games in the past and you're kind of kicking yourself because yeah. they're they're good games too but yeah I, I i it was i know avgn was a big part of the uh, you know kind of kicking nostalgia in the butt and and getting you wanting to play the old games again and i think emulators were a big big part of that too and helping but there's just nothing like playing the old system on an old old tv <laughs> yeah. and And going back and enjoying it.
0: All right, I think we're just going to take a little break here and switch up topics. Got to piss.
1: I probably shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Okay, we're back to talk about some stuff
0: we're gonna switch up to console
1: wars we will kind of wanted to delve into you know back in the day you know you had your nes well nes versus genesis also genesis versus the super nintendo and you know how they kind of you know when you were younger at school you know you had the group that played genesis the group that played Either
0: NES or Super NES, and they would. It was even like within families. I remember, remember, we like my family had uh, Nintendo stuff, but then my cousins had Nintendo and Sega, and I was always like, "Oh, they're so much cooler because they have Sega." Yeah, we, all, we only <laughs> have Nintendo. Yeah, Sega yeah. was old. Sega always seemed like it was
1: for the older older kids. Like you know, you're you're a couple years old playing NES. Super NES is coming out, but then you have. You know, the teenager's an older brother or... Or his friends, you know, they have the Genesis, and it seemed like there was an age gap between. And I know some of the games seemed a little more mature. Like yeah. you had, like the Mortal Kombat with the blood
0: and that whole thing. Yeah, I always felt like the, I always felt like the graphics were better. But I also remember even as a kid thinking like, I don't really like the sound chip. I didn't know it was oh, it called yeah. a sound chip, but I knew as a kid like, I don't like the music, the music and the audio yeah. sounds. I, I,
1: if if the Genesis is done right, it can sound pretty great. But most of the time, not. It was just a sad, yeah.
0: sad thing. Even like, I don't know if, if you want to out there look up the music for the music, even sound effects for uh, Pac Man 2 The New Adventures. The Super Nintendo sounds good, but then if you go and play the Genesis version, they, like, butcher it to hell. Like, it just sounds so bad. Yeah. I <laughs> like, mean, there's there's even games like that where it's the exact same game, but the sound chip was just so vastly different. Wasn't that the same way with Aladdin? They Well, with Aladdin, it was actually a totally different game. Yeah, it was a totally was, like, different a completely game. Different. Which was kind of cool, because then, in the same vein, you had, like, the kids that had the Nintendo, and they could be like, oh, I'm playing Aladdin. Like, well, my Aladdin's better, because it, it was completely different. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not like that now, where, you know, your, your, your PS4
1: is basically your Xbox One. There may be a hair in difference in performance, but, you know, everything's the same. You know, Nintendo's different. They do their own thing. It's just... Every, everything's identical. Uh, I wanted to go back to the Sega Genesis quick. If you wanted to hear some very high quality Genesis music, look up from the game Vapor Trail. Just look up the song Vapor Trail. It, that is Genesis music
0: done right. Yeah, it, it's it can be done, but like like I said as a kid, like just the games that I remember playing. Can't even remember what they were. But of course, like Sonic and stuff, those were good. But some of the other games, it was like this music weird. Like well, I remember Green, Green Dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just remember it being weird. But I don't know. The, speaking of the console wars nowadays, they almost they almost don't exist. It's more just it's more just fanboys than it is the companies yeah. fighting. It, it, like, it, like it, Sega had that. Like uh, was it Sega does what Nintendo? Don't. Yeah, like that was actually the companies fighting. Now it's just the fanboys fighting. Yeah, it's the fanboys
1: fighting. And every now and then, um, like recently, I saw that they came out with uh, I guess it was modding. On Xbox One for Fallout Four, I believe it was. Uh, You know, normally the PC gamers they could you know download mods and do all that, and you can never do that on consoles. But apparently, Microsoft was going to allow Bethesda promised it before the game came out, and they're allowing it on Microsoft's console, Xbox One and PC. But Sony must have rejected it for some reason, and you know stuff like that it it, kind of brings you back to the console war thing but it's a little bit different yeah with
0: with back then though like the consoles themselves like processors and sound chips they were like so different but if a lot of times they do like side to side of like this is the like the graphic capacity of a PS4 and like here's the Xbox One. There's like hardly any difference. Maybe a little bit in resolution, yeah. but that's it. That's but it, really but it, it. it's like it's just a matter of like which which one like I feel like at this point it's which one do more of your friends play. Yeah. Like cuz I know we have a, we have a friend and uh he's like Xbox only, but he's not really like a close friend and it's like we're not going to get an Xbox just to play with yeah, just to play yeah. with one person that when, may play a game yeah. you play. When like the vast majority of like our group of friends has PlayStation, and it's not really like I hate Xbox. It's more like everybody plays. I, I, I,
1: you know, I my brother had a, a, an original Xbox back in the day, and I never, you know, really played Halo back in the day. I did later on when I got a 360, but I, I stuck with what I knew as a kid. PlayStation One was great. PlayStation Two was even better. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I, I stuck with the Sony brand. You know,
0: it's personal preference you like microsoft better sony better whatever yeah and like it's like there's there's the exclusives list but i feel like at this point the they there's not that many between them yeah they got like the halos and like uncharted for playstation but like i don't know the exclusives don't really like make me want to buy one system over the other like if i didn't if i didn't have any friends and i went out i would just look at them and be like I guess I like these exclusives yeah, things like it's not that's really
1: kind of what it comes <coughs> down to. Yeah. Uh, I I just, you know, it it's it just comes down to the fans what they like. Like like you were saying before, you have a PS4 and Xbox one side by side. You put a Super Nintendo versus a Genesis, you're going to see different colors, different yeah. performance, you know, different Levels in same games like Aladdin, it,
0: it, it, it was way more variation. Yeah, and then even even that Sega kept trying to go more and more by like putting attachments on, like the 32x, oh, yeah. like the CD. Oh. Like we don't even see that anymore. Like they basically make a console, and like here's a PS4, and now they make the PS4 Pro, which is it's not like an add-on; it's more just it's like, it's like an upgrade, an basically. Up, yeah, like an update to it. And then
1: you know you have your VR stuff, which I guess is an attachment, but it costs I don't know what almost as much as a console yeah. does. So it's like eh, I, and, and you know not really delving into VR much, but
0: you know that's that's a bit I think too young of a technology to yeah it's, to still, be. it's still pretty new. Like it's it's gonna I feel like it's gonna get better, but right now I haven't I haven't spent any money or like even time or effort into researching anything about them. It's yeah. just kind of like. Uh it's an interesting idea for now, but it's just it just seems clunky and weird. And I was watching somebody on YouTube and I think that that what is it, that HTC
1: Vive or yeah. whatever. That thing's like seven hundred dollars. Yeah. I would never pay that. I mean that a PS four pro is like five hundred. I I the, would rather have
0: that. Yeah, I forget what the Oculus Rift was, but I remember that being like ridiculous yeah. amount of money. And I feel like it was it was big and booming when it first came out, and now I feel like I've heard nothing from any, I feel, I feel like yeah. he heard, like nothing from VR in a while. I mean, there's some interesting ideas coming out of it, but you know,
1: you got to deal with the people with that get motion sickness and and, and it yeah. would kind of disorientate you. You know, you're you have the mask on and you're walking around your room. You might trip trip over something, go head first through your TV or something crazy. <laughs> or like you're not paying attention.
0: Your dog walks and trips yeah, you up or something. <laughs> you end up falling. And then I know you got to have. And I don't, I
1: really don't know what how the setup is, but I would imagine there's. Wires coming from the PS4 to your headset or something, so yeah. you may have wires on the ground. I, I don't know. VR never really interested me that much. I mean, I've seen some cool stuff, but
0: yeah, till uh, so I get to the point where I can just sit on my couch and just make the yeah. game do what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that'll
1: be when I feel like VR is cool. You know, that, uh, if
0: that'll ever happen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I still prefer sitting on my butt on the
0: couch with a controller in my hand. That's always been the best way. Yeah, I feel like I feel like at, at this point in technology, you have the most control. With, a, with like a regular controller, not. A, I was never really a big fan of Wii's motion controls. They were fun, but like I felt like I never had 100% control. Yeah, like I do with just a standard. I'm pushing buttons. Like if I push this button, it does something. If I don't, it doesn't. Yeah.
1: I mean, I with the whole you know the Wii Sports Resort and all that, I've had very close to hundred percent reliability with it you know there's every now and then you're playing golf you go to swing and 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 he, he won't swing the rest of the way you or, know you have or that, just
0: rockets like oh, yeah <laughs> you, really
1: you want to make a, you want to make a little putt and you end up hitting it like 40 yards down the <laughs> down the grass but yeah. I, I I don't know it, it I felt that was fairly gimmicky but it you know it had its purpose it, it sold a lot of wheze I, I I think that's Nintendo's best-selling console at this yeah. point because of of you know the bowling
0: and and the boxing and all that stuff. Yeah, and then they and then since then I feel like Nintendo has always been kind of gimmicky. Like, I don't know, they always try to push the boundaries. They definitely did. They definitely pushed the boundaries and, and showed off like 3D like home consoles were possible with the N64. But then the GameCube was kind of a flop. The Wii was like super gimmicky which worked, and then the Wii U was like Let's try this tablet idea, and then it didn't really work. And they're like, "Let's try this tablet idea yeah. one more time."
1: <laughs> I, I mean, the I didn't play much of Wii U. I, I have a very well. I won't say a very bad experience. I've had a bad experience with it, but it is kind of cool, you know. So you want to sit on your couch. You don't want to be bending your neck looking up at your TV. So you can just play on a tablet. I played and beat Super Metroid over a week I had off for Christmas when when I got that but my and I I know people've gone through it before but there's a bluetooth connector in the in the Wii U pad and in some I don't know if it was early models or later models but they would stop connecting to the Wii U. Well, now that a game re- that requires that I can't use it. Uh yeah. and I contacted Nintendo and they said it was out of warranty. It would be a $100 to get it repaired. Uh so in answer to that, I just, you know, modded my Wii U, and now I'm playing Super Nintendo, NES, <laughs> Sega Genesis, Game Boy Advance games on it. I, I have no intentions to get it fixed. I mean, I only have, I have two physical games. I have Mario Kart 8 and Bayonetta, and then I have some, you know, WiiWare games, and
0: I think I have Smash Brothers, a yeah. digital download. But I, <sighs> just the, just that, just the gamepad idea as a whole. Like I was thinking about, it, I looked into it a little. What happens if you have kids and you don't get like a nice case for it and they break the game pad? You can't like you can't run over to GameStop and be like, "I need a new game pad." Yeah, you have to contact Nintendo to purchase a new game pad. And at that point, I, f- I don't I don't know what the price is, but I feel like the price is not going to be like a sixty dollar controller oh, for no. like a like a sixty dollar DualShock or something. Like if you break the game pad, you might as well just got, buy a brand new Wii U. Yeah, I like mean, there's like it just doesn't seem reliable as a controller because if it breaks like there's no accessibility to like because some games require you to like use the gamepad to even get the game started yeah
1: like like for example mario maker i really really wanted mario maker but you have to use the gamepad to create a level using the stylus to go through the tutorial well if my gamepad doesn't work i can't do that it works sometimes for like 10 or 15 minutes and then it'll shut off I eventually did get through the tutorial, and I can play it with my. I have a the Wii mote and then a pro controller, and that's how I have to do stuff. But I mean, it. I, I enjoyed the Wii U when it was working, but you know, I, I think it's a very dumb idea, and you know, with the Switch, if you want to go portable, you got what a three-hour battery. Yeah, I mean, the, come on,
0: just a. It's a. It's like it's cool because it's kind of groundbreaking because you can literally take an entire home console somewhere. But if if like that's the big selling point, I feel like they should have made it maybe thicker to implement like a bigger lithium battery because like 2-3 hours of like battery life, what happens if like I go to someone's house and they don't have it? I'm like, "Oh, I'll just bring I'll just bring the the switch and like and you forget your charger or something and you go to play a party game, You're at a party, like, (laughs) you're you're playing party games, you leave it on for, like, two hours, and then you're like, oh, crap, let's play it again. It's done, And you go to play it again, and it's dead, and you're like, ah, i forgot the charger, which I think, I don't know for sure, but I don't think it's just, like, a regular mini-USB, which would have been awesome, because then you could charge it anywhere, Mm because, like, almost everybody has an Android or whatever. But, like, you'd have to bring along this, this certain power cable to to charge it up when you're like trying to have a good time with like Your friends are like, I wish you would have freaking remembered my yeah, charger or something. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> I, I I haven't really done I, I don't have very much interest in the Switch, but I don't I'm assuming that the tablet part I'm assuming it's a glass screen and, you know, yeah. it, it's it's two thousand seventeen. People are clumsy. They're gonna drop it. Is it gonna be the same way with the Wii U? Are they are the tablets not gonna be available? Or they it is it just you get one and yeah, that's it. As, or
0: as far as I know, like since since the dock is literally just a charging station, and you can like, of course, HDMI from there right to your TV. I think if you were to break the like the the tablet part of it, I think that's the console. Like you basically yeah. ruined your console and you need to buy another one. And with and with how like scarce they are at launch and how scarce they are. Now, like right, like the first few months after release, like if if you break it, like if you accidentally drop it, you're gonna have to send it to Nintendo or hope you can find another one, which is kind of sucky.
1: (laughs) And then while we're at it, we want to talk about the stupid online service. Oh,
0: they their online (laughs) service is just they're not they're not up to par. Like they're always they always fan like the console war idea, but you need to kind of compete with what people really like about online gaming yeah I mean
1: alright so I'm not totally up to date on everything that's going on with the online program but as far as I know like PlayStation Plus and I'm pretty sure with Xbox Live it's the same thing each month you get a selection of free games and as long as you keep the subscription uh, you keep your games and if you let it run out you can't play those games but if you resubscribe you get those games back well, with Nintendos, you get, I think, either one Super Nintendo game, one NES game, like either or. And they vanish after a month or something. Yeah, right, you they? can... You, it's basically you're borrowing a ROM for a month. And once hell, that hell, month is... I'll just the ROM myself. Yeah. And once you're done... Once the month is over, that ROM is... It's gone. And then the next mm-hmm. month, you may get... I mean, it may not even be a game you like. I mean, look... PlayStation Plus, you get, I think sometimes two, sometimes three games sometimes it's like a PS Vita cross cross-buy thing, but you get an option, and, and I'm not going to say that the games are always great I mean, I haven't yeah, really... They, <laughs> the last couple months have been pretty yeah, pretty, pretty lackluster Yeah, um, but you know, and, and I, I think Xbox lies the same way, you know, you get a game or two or whatever whatever month, and then the, the other thing is voice chat. You, you have to use an
0: app on your phone to talk oh, to your oh yeah I, I remember that i remember seeing or hearing about that like you have to download this special nintendo app to then like sit your phone on your lap or something or put in those little earbuds with the, yeah, with the mic to eyes. talk to talk online like can you not create a server that that allows <laughs> yeah. you to to talk like like uh xbox has been doing it longer than stony but like Xbox and PlayStation both have, like, a party chat that go, like, during... You could could play... You could all play different games and be talking at the same time. Talking, yeah. Like, it's... Like, that's just so ridiculous. Like, how big and important online gaming is to, like, the gaming community at, at this point in, like, history. Like, why would you not create something that clearly people use all the time.
1: I mean, I can understand, you know, Nintendo wants to protect their users and, you know, people can be assholes online. I mean, you just play Rocket League for ten minutes and you'll see what I'm talking or about. Or League of Legends Or League like of Legends. Seconds. Yeah, for three seconds. <laughs> uh, you know, I can understand that they don't want people being harassed, being cussed at like on an open chat, but if you have, even the friend code thing, I think is, you know, it's kind of stupid, but whatever you're not gonna stop Nintendo yeah. if you get your friend codes there why can't you have a party chat what is so hard with the controller just put a little plug-in for a cheap headset just yeah. like just like uh, PlayStation's headset and I know Xbox does it too you just plug it into the controller put the little earbud in your ear and you have a little mic hanging down
0: it's not yeah. difficult and I don't even know I haven't I look like I like I said, I don't I don't nothing like a whole lot about the Switch. Like it'd be nice even if the Switch had Bluetooth. I don't know if it does or not. But even like that, like Bluetooth connectivity, like any old Bluetooth headset could connect to it and you could chat. I don't know. It's, just the, just the chat feels like a big a big loss in the fact that like you would have a, like a, a bigger you'd have a bigger online community and it it draw more attention to like these bigger games like. Uh, was a Game of the Year, Overwatch? Yeah, <laughs> because because that would draw the bigger crowds. Like, this is a big like game that everyone's playing online. Mm-hmm. Like this could this could bring in more people to buy the Switch. But at this point, it's it, it's a super expensive ah. version of Zelda. Ah. <laughs> Are you done? We're just gonna leave it.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I I don't know. It's. I'd have to do a little... I want to do a little more research on it. I'm probably not going to get a Switch. It just seems... You know, it seems like they're trying to innovate, but they're always a step or two behind. Uh, It's... You know, their online service... I mean, the launch
0: lineup? what? What? Zelda and uh, Zell- like a bunch of like weird party games. Like yeah. I understand the party games, but the like they're not gonna make me go out and buy a Switch because I have a Wii U and they're they <laughs> they're releasing or they released Breath of the Wild on Wii U and the Switch. Yeah, and then it's like all right, I'll just go buy it on Wii U and get the same experience. I mean, I'm uh, I'm glad they did release it on
1: both consoles, but it is I think gonna hurt the Switch a little bit. Uh, you know, it would be a dick move if they said, "Oh, nope, it's just going to be on the Switch." But you know, I'm glad they put it on the Wii U, and I'm glad the people that you know maybe have been on the fence about it, maybe that swayed their decision. I don't know, but I think the launch lineup was very, very poor. Some people say, "eh," some
0: yeah. you know. I mean, I feel like they should have they should have at least released that the Mario title they had in the mix. Like, maybe give it another another what like four months and like push 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 to get the mario title because mm-hmm. then you would have had a mario title and a zelda title and then these little like quirky party games that yeah like added to it
1: and I, and I heard the uh the one two switch game i i heard that was pretty uh, subpar, it wasn't yeah. you know, it wasn't that great.
0: Especially for the fact that it's a sixty dollar retail game.
1: Yeah, if it came with the Switch, I could understand. That's cool. That's fine. Sixty yeah. dollars, I don't think so. Because it's
0: just a, it's just like Wii Sports where it's just it just kinda shows off what the Switch can do. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Wii Sports did. It just showed you what the Wii could do. But this game, yeah it, it, it shows off everything you do, but then you gotta go out and drop sixty dollars for a game you're gonna play with your friends and family for maybe a month yeah and then come back in like four months and be like oh yeah this game that's Mm -hmm.
1: right. yeah it's we'll we'll see what how it happens i mean what down the road what's gonna happen with it it's i i don't want to see nintendo fail like i said they've they've been through my childhood and my teen years and my adult life so far and you know they're they they if it wasn't for Nintendo we wouldn't have our PlayStations we wouldn't have Xboxes yeah, whatever but
0: yeah uh, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it pans out and if they let it'll be interesting to see the newer like better games like like the Mario games yeah, and, yeah and they may, do a Metro game or something give it another year
1: <laughs> to get get some games and get the developers used to the system and yeah. see what happens with it. All right. Well, that was pretty all over the place. <laughs> we're yeah, we, we all over the place. Yeah, well, first <laughs> off, that weird noise you heard earlier was uh, Indy, my pug. He does this thing. The vet says it's a reverse sneeze, and I was hoping he wouldn't do it. And he did it twice, but we edited the first one out. Um, so that was that noise. And the and the first part we were we were trying to be a little <laughs> more focused, but it kind of went all over the place. But you know, yeah. it's it's. Our first time doing this, and we don't know what we're
0: doing. For a first attempt, I hope uh, yeah, it was a hope,
1: little scatterbrained, but I hope it was enjoyable.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoever's listening is uh, enjoyable. We'll put this uh, put this around and see what people think. Yeah, give us, well, give us feedback anywhere. I guess we can make an email or something,
1: yeah, we'll make an email. What we're probably gonna do down the road, if we, you know, we want to stick with this, but we're gonna try SoundCloud, and I think you have to pay whatever money per month. to to get extra space I think we could probably fit two or three podcasts on there before we have to pay money so what we might do is do a couple episodes put them on there and if we continue we're probably going to upload this to YouTube and then start fresh on the SoundCloud and then put you know another two or three episodes up so we'll have them archived on YouTube but we'll have all that information up somewhere
0: yeah Uh, yeah any topic ideas or whatever we'll probably have an email or maybe a Facebook or something whatever Just uh, let us know. All right. Thanks for listening. Yep. Have a good one. See ya.